to continue saying what you were just saying? No. <laughs> welcome, welcome to this third episode of season five of the Purple Rains podcast. Did you know it was called the Purple Rains? No. I have my special guest here. My son King is back on. I like doing the podcast with you. It makes me feel like I'm not talking to myself. Please don't say no again. Like, please <laughs> <No>. do not. <laughs> All right. So I was asking him about what he thought about the augmented reality. And he kept saying, I kept saying, are you interested in it? What did you say? I just said no. Uh, like, do you want to get in on it? No. D does it motivate you to sign up for a Facebook account? Hell no. Okay. See, the, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. I'm asking him because... Um, the youths are supposed to be like hype for this thing because it's for their generation. But you know what I was reading yesterday? I have King on because I wanted him to um, point something out on the globe for me because he's good at reading this longitude, latitude and getting, what do you call these? What it, The coordinates for the uh, map for the globe. And I'm not really that great with it. I'm all right with it, but he does it faster and better but anyway so i was reading something remember we were having a conversation about the different generations and the name of generations and me i'm supposed to be generation x mm -hmm. and then your generation do you know what your generation is called z i think yeah your generation z so there's x and then the millennials are y generation y but they call them millennials and then you have generation z and then do you know what they're calling the ones that are born after you like remember i was asking you that did you know what they're calling a a close how did you know that because z and then a a a b oh yeah, right right that's based on like that was like half joking number, but i guess it, it, well you're close because it's generation alpha oh which is a on the greek um alphabet. yeah i i know that you know that now because of covid no. you knew that okay fine okay okay Everybody knows the Greek alphabet now, but that's all right. It doesn't matter how you learned it. Okay, so what do you think about Generation Alpha? Alpha? You mean like the babies? Yeah, so apparently, so your generation is the first... You see that moth is back, just out of nowhere. It's okay, well, I'm just saying this Alpha generation you're talking about isn't as bad as the Z for now. But your Generation Z... Yeah, exactly. But like, so your generation's bad. Yes. <laughs> yes so, it is. Okay. So, so his generation is anyone who was supposed to be born late nineteen, like nineteen ninety five to about um two thousand five. So usually a generation is between fifteen to twenty, um, fifteen to twenty years or so. So they already have this generation who was or who is being called the first generation to all be born in the 21st century. So for Generation Z, you guys were born, some of you were born in the later half of 1990s, okay, which is 2020, all right? Mm -hmm. Don't yawn on my podcast. Sorry. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so so this, this um, generation was the first to be born on uh, fully, completely in the 21st century and they're being called generation alpha there's a section of that generation who now they're calling generation c because they were born during covid pandemic oh. okay but anyway what they're saying is that your generation can we move the globe since you're so distracted by it no no i'm not all right so your generation they say you you are digitally oh man digital I, I don't remember what it's called, but you're you guys are supposed to be a little bit more depressed and anxious. Um, a lot of you deal with allergies and um, what was the one that I was saying about what was it? autism, mm -mm. things like that, because that's when GMOs and vaccinations got became mandatory and a lot of the generation had to start taking those things so they're finding that in your generation um that that's coming up a lot but your generation is known for one that is um savvy digitally savvy or whatever let me let sadly me just, uh, right but you say that but you're always on the internet yeah but like i'm not uh, i'm not on stuff like 
TikTok. Uh, okay, Instagram. but right, but every so every generation has their own their own platform or whatever, right? So for yeah. Gen for Gen Z, this new Gen or Gen Alpha, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, they're on TikTok, they're on things like that. They're known to be the generation that grew up with oh digital natives that's what you guys are called digital <laughs> natives but you're not digitally literate like you, you even though you know your way around the internet you don't know digital literacy says that you have the ability to find evaluate um, clearly communicate information through typing and other media so on so on so even though you guys are digital natives you were born in an age where internet existed um and you are uh, you were born in the information age, so you guys had internet access to internet as soon as you came out. With my generation, we were born on the cusp of with internet and without yeah. internet. And then you have this next generation who they're calling Generation Alpha, and they, they're supposed to be born um, early 2010s to the 2025. So after 2025, that's when there's going to be another generation born. That's why I said that this whole COVID thing was going to go at least until 2026. Is that going to be? Uh, the generation beta makes sense, right? Because only, if there's we, alpha, there has to be. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I would think so. I'm right. excited for Generation Zeta and two. 1300 are you gonna be there for that yeah okay i'm gonna cryogenically freeze myself. <laughs> all right let's stop with the nerd talk let's get to why you're here the reason i bring that up is because i was gonna ask you are you hyped for the augmented reality but you say no there is nothing that that's gonna incentivize you to get in there you're already on roblox for now no i mean like it's just a hype hyper version of roblox no it's not. it's not it's like downgraded from what i've seen but what well, if you, actually if actually, you could pick your avatar become your avatar and see your friends in that world you wouldn't go in there okay but there's like preset maps already you can't make anything oh where what do you mean like from what i've seen from the metaverse it's just like here's your office and Here's uh, well, your that, club. yeah, that depends. But there are places where you can, like in decentral land, this new land that they have, that you can go in there and build worlds. Oh yeah, and you can also like gamble crypto, which I find to be really cool. Just kidding. <laughs> well, okay, he's sarcastic, okay, which is annoying to me because I don't, I don't do well with sarcasm. Like I'm just, I don't know. But, okay. but anyway, I'm, I'm just <laughs> with that. I actually remember what I was telling you about NFTs. I'm going somewhere with this podcast and I hope I don't go too long with it, but we were talking about NFTs and how they're testing right now, how people, NFTs is a way to test how criminals are going to behave in a digital world. And so I was explaining to you, do you remember how I explained how the NFTs are being used to do that? Money or? laundering. Okay, so just give them a quick rundown. Basically, NFT, like how people launder money via actual art. Not just art, but okay. Yeah, but for example. Right. Yeah, um, yeah people money launder through like art. Well, you can also launder money via NFTs. Hmm and oh, it's oh. like there's less laws around it okay so because it's not centralized okay people can easily go in for example i said if you want to be a drug dealer if you are a drug dealer then you'll sell an nft yeah. with a guy smoking weed somebody buys that nft and then you go meet that guy and you buy the, your kilo of weed or however much people are selling so if you want to sell cocaine you'll sell an nft with a of a snow globe or something okay mm -hmm. and then person will buy the snow globe and then you'll go meet somewhere in a dark alley and you'll get your but these nfts are like the images represent the thing so if you yeah. want to sell organs then you sell an Damn. nft of a heart okay well, who would need organs? well that's okay. what people are doing in the crypto world king yeah but like i was just thinking about it why would you need an organ to put it in some, but we can have that conversation another time. Oh. But yes, you need organs. People trade organs in the black market all the time. Let, okay. Let's get to this boy's part, young man, I should say, so that he can explain to you um, about the center of the world. So the, the whole video, 
or excuse me, this is not a video. This is, <laughs> this is not going on YouTube. This is a podcast audio only. But um, the, the theme for this one, which I should have said from the beginning, is uh, feeling some type of wave. So I'm feeling some, some type of wave. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to talk about centralization and we're here at the central nervous system today. The last couple podcasts, I talked about the root uh, and the spine. I talked about the sacral region. And now today we're in the solar plexus region, which is known as the solar plexus in the chakra system. Okay. All right. So do you want to stick around for the chakra stuff? Do you want to hear the whole podcast or are you going to leave? No, I'm going to leave. Okay, that's fine. All right. So tell these people where the center of the earth is. So basically, you have this. um, We're looking at a globe. Yeah. So the you have this part over here, which is 180. Um, 180. 180 and 180 what? You got to say 180 east and 180. Um and zero okay and zero north right but we're gonna say 180 degrees yeah 180 degrees east or and um zero north zero degrees north okay good Mm -hmm. and And i asked you to find locate the center of the earth if we were to look at a map or a globe or whatever because um this globe is circular Mm -hmm. meaning that there's two um like type of centers mm-hmm. 180 degrees east and zero degrees east so 180 degrees east is in like pretty much the middle of the sea near <clears throat> um the marshall islands it's like i'm seeing it's in the pacific ocean yeah, yeah exactly okay so and zero degrees um east or south is in the gulf of guinea so basically like you're on basically like where nigeria or togo or ghana is mm. but you swim to the ocean a bit or mm-hmm. not swim but right. you know what i mean and then like to the equator like from ghana and you go into a from like Accra, you swim in a straight line and you'll get to the zero degrees east zero degrees north okay point. and that's across from what what is that congo gabon uh, gabon okay good this All is right. an outdated globe but... right exactly so, yeah, this globe is from when there was a United Soviet Social whatever. Yeah. All right. So this is the center of the the earth, the center of the map. If we were to look at it on a globe, you said there are two. But if you look at the center, if we were looking at it as flat for the flat earthers out there, it's a dome. Then this is the center of it. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> Hold on. All right. So I was, I'm going to let you take this phone so you can go, but I was, I wanted to point that out because, um, I was mentioned, I mentioned just at the beginning of the pandemic or even before that I was talking about, um, how Facebook was building and Google different tech companies were getting together to build what CNBC is calling a huge undersea cable around Africa to boost internet access in the continent. And there's a reason why everyone is moving to the center, and that's what this one is going to be about. I'm going to let you go, all right? And then I'll catch up with you a little later. All right, so I let King go, and I'm going to continue on. And the reason I don't <laughs> want to keep him too long is because sometimes we get sidetracked. Uh, we get sidetracked in our conversations and there's a lot to talk about in this one. And I didn't want to do that. I want to try to keep it under the hour. And so I'm going to go back to what I was talking about, about um, this uh, underwater or undersea cable around Africa and why it's at the center. Now, when it comes to centralization, people seem to think that you can decentralize something, but we're in the middle of a decentralization so that, like I said a few podcasts back, is because it's to show digital anarchy. It's going to get out of control and then there will be a need to centralize it. And there's also a need to physically centralize the internet and where it's going to be located. Now, there's a reason why this thing is going to be built around Africa. Like I said, this is the center 
of the earth and this is why your minerals come from here your precious metals your non-metals so on so on that are used for tech so in africa you can find all of the things you need to produce the types of technology that they will need in order to build their augmented reality you cannot build an augmented reality you cannot mine uh, crypto you cannot do any of the digital stuff if you don't have the natural physical resources and this is where it's located so rather than shipping all of this all of these resources around the world you want to move your you know silicon valley would more than likely be moved over to um to the center of the earth to where they can access it okay and this is why you're seeing africa being shut down even though you know there should be some mass vaccination campaign and there there should be people dying out there because they don't have access to these vaccines supposedly you know all of that should be happening because this is africa and they don't have the resources they should be dying off in the millions right but that's not happening the reason why everyone's being shut out and kept away from it is because they're supposed to be shut out of africa okay there is to keep people away from there so and oh well i'll get to that in a minute so one of the news stories i like to start out these podcasts with news stories is that caught my attention was um the story out of Kazakhstan and in Kazakhstan right now there's supposed to be some uproar some riot and they won't say exactly what it's about whether it's about the government if it's political if it has to do with the lockdowns nobody's sure about what that is but um I was watching this uh channel on YouTube and I'm gonna give you the name of it because I don't want to get too much into detail about what he was talking about but he made a video three years back about Kazakhstan and he his name is Woodward TV so WTV and he was talking about the capital called Astana Kazakhstan and Kazakhstan during this whole riot thing the news out of there was that the internet was shut down there was an internet blackout but it doesn't say who was doing it and and Everyone seems to think that the internet is this free-for-all and that there's nobody controlling the internet, but the internet is highly controlled. It can be turned off and on like a switch. People claim that there are different people around the world who have keys in order to shut things down, but you know nobody knows how this thing operates, and yet somebody obviously has to operate it and to control it and to control what domains are sold, um, if you can even find certain URLs or certain domain, certain websites. If they want to block your access to certain websites, they can do that. If they want to clean the internet, pull you off the internet, pull your website off the internet, where you're looking at it and you think that you exist, but nobody else has access to you. Nobody else is getting your content. And so I could be here at, on the podcast saying words and there's nobody hearing me. They have the ability to do that. And so they did that over there in Kazakhstan. But nobody um, is asking the question, well, who turned off the internet? What do you mean they didn't have internet? Now they're saying, you know, the, it got shut down somewhere on the 3rd of January. And now I'm at the 9th. By the time I post this, it'll be the 10th. But uh, now they're slowly uh, bringing back the internet. They said the Wi-Fi has back up, but the mobile internet is taking its time to come up. But nobody asks, well, who's shutting this down? Anyway, the significant thing about that is that the guy mentioned in his video that this um, Astana, which is the capital of Kazakhstan, is supposed to be uh, the the new capital of the new world something like that that the whole city is built based on sun worship ancient text um and sacred geometry it all has significant value here in the city and so when they start doing these riots and everything the purpose of it is to uh start to bring down the hammer like you're supposed to now bring in the military 
um, tighten the grip even more, get the people in check even more, and secure the city. So they will start these riots, and sometimes it's an operation. Sometimes, you know, it is natural, but they will take advantage of it. And so the purpose of it is, is to shut down this capital in particular because there are so many buildings. If you check out this guy's video, there are so many buildings out there where you don't want people touching those buildings or wrecking those buildings because of what they represent, okay? So they have a lot of structures out there, what people would call Illuminati structures and things like that. All right. So I, I just want to get that out of the way because we're talking about centralization and this is a perfect example of how things have to be centralized. You know, things have to be controlled and they are, but people are under this delusion that crypto is somehow uh, decentralized and not being controlled. It's very much um, there are hidden hands behind that that is that is controlling it and they can shut it down at any time, which they will. And then they will centralize the whole program. Anyway, that said, um, just another news story I wanted to get out of the way. And this is this uh, new story where they're combining the the uh, Delta and the Omicron and they're calling it Delta Cron. Okay. Delta, whatever they're calling it. It's a stupid name and it's supposed to be ridiculous. We're in that phase right now in the mind control programming phase where there is nothing new happening. It's that quiet where your mind is supposed to be confused now because you're sitting around waiting for something big to happen, but it's not happening. So all we're really hearing about are you know the same stories about the numbers rumors of war ridiculous most of these stories are jokes like the the there's a tennis player called he calls himself d joker <laughs> on on twitter and now he's stuck in australia because he said he had the covid and he shouldn't get vaccinated so everyone's paying attention to this guy and i'm like but he calls himself d joker so right now we're in this we're in this phase of the mind control program where it's so absurd. It's absurdity. Okay. Everything is so stupid with this name of um, Delta Cron and, uh, you know, the mainstream media coming out and saying that if you go into the hospital with a broken hand, they can call you a COVID case. And this guy calling himself, he, himself D Joker and he's dealing with, um, he's being trapped in Australia because he didn't take a vaccine. It's just absurdity, okay? And I'm just dumping it all in there. I know I'm saying it all. I don't want to bombard you with it. But the reason I'm saying it all is because it's stupid. It's meant to be stupid. And so don't get uh, caught up in that, all right? Because all of it is supposed to be this chaotic, absurd an absurd form of chaos that you don't know which way to turn at this point. So at this point, it's supposed to be mostly filtering all this stuff out. Okay. And then stay focused on what you're, you are focused on, especially because none of this stuff makes sense. It's not supposed to make sense. Um, I know a lot of people who will sit around and try to make sense of it, but it's not supposed to make sense. Okay. Um, there's probably it may be one thing in there that does make sense, but you're not going to know what that is for some time to come. So take advantage of this chaotic time and have a bubble bath or whatever and, and keep your mind right and keep yourself sane. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about any of these waves until they get to the part, you know, they're prepping you with the with the Delta Cron to show you that they can combine the names of the variants. So they're setting you up for when they get to the Phi Psi or the Sci-Fi variant. All right. So when they get there, then that would be another time for a major change when they get to the Sci-Fi variant. Until then, I wouldn't worry too much about anything. So the loss of living organisms is, of course, going to come up. Um, in this one, of course, like I said, the entire economy was based on the survival of the European. Now, that wasn't sustainable. It turns out it is not sustainable, but it was created based on that concept where the European knew that it had to go to the center of the earth or to the center of the world, we'll call it that, to get access to the resources they needed in order to survive and a lot of it was based on them putting a lot of these resources into reserves and then hiking up the price and preventing people who actually live on the land where the resources exist from even accessing their own resources so the whole entire thing 
was based on their survival and now it of course it wasn't sustainable so no it now it's falling apart and they kind of have to build back better they do have to do better because that didn't make any sense to do that in the first place it would have made better sense to work in partnerships with these with the people who lived on the land i don't know if they were welcoming at the time and that's why the european at the time felt like he needed to um, be savage about it i don't know what led them to build an economy based on that premise but here we are now and it's just not working and so uh, it looks like everyone's scrambling or looking for a, a way to build rebuild back this economy in a way that is more in line with nature and that makes more sense because it just doesn't so when we talk about centralization i was talking we're talking about um taking control of the center um and that could be you want the set to be the center of attention like i said the center of the earth and then in this global game of chess or we're talking about this taking control of the center of the board now when it comes to um the human body this is in reference to the central nervous system because this is the part of the body the electrical part of the body the blood is the important part but it is it's like a hydroelectric system i suppose not necessarily hydro but maybe uh, anyway but it, it works like that with your with your blood and electricity so you know the water electricity or blood is water okay and so when we're talking about the human body, we're talking about um, anxiety and anxiety for someone who is poor, who's dealing with anxiety in someone from the peasant class. And, I'm, uh, you know, I'm talking about money poor, we'll say that. But people in this class, they're dealing with anxiety, which is chaos management, where you get anxious when you can't deal with chaos. Now, people who are in a position of power, they are de dealing with um, chaos. Man power is chaos management and anxiety is chaos mismanagement. So if you're unable to manage chaos, whether it's outside of your control or even the things that should be in your control, if you're not able to control them, then you get anxious. If it's, for example, if you're in a social setting, you feel anxious because you can't control the way people think about you. You can't control certain aspects of that situation. And so you start getting anxious. And so anxiety for common folk is chaos mismanagement for people the elites people in positions of authority or supposed power that is chaos management so people want power or you know people don't really realize that that's all power is that's all you're doing you're constantly trying to create or to control chaos whether you created it or you or it's chaos that was seemingly un outside of your control power is uh chaos management even um when you talk in terms of uh, electricity you need to be able to control that chaos to direct the energy um so that it, it will flow in a way that can it can be sustainable this also uh when we talk about centralization it it's references energy sources like fuel and even Wi-Fi, this 5G currency, and now bio-surveillance, like what we're seeing more of, all right? So all of this is tied into this central nervous system or because everything operates the same way the body operates. The, like I said, everything's built based on that. Everything that man builds is based on what the divine already created, and so we're looking at this whole system being um, similar to the central nervous system. I'm going to take a quick pause here. I'm at the halfway mark. So I'm going to take a little break before I get into um, the central nervous system. And I will be right back. If you haven't already done it, go over to mysacredblood.com. The link is down in the description below. Click something, read something, watch something, or buy something. 
I'll be right back. So, according to my book here, I'm going to read what it says about the central nervous system. It's uh, nerves and specialized cells called neurons transmit electrical and chemical signals between different parts of the body to control bodily functions. So, that's from the same book I was talking about before, Illustrated Human Anatomy. And... Why I'm talking about that is, is because the central nervous system is what controls the body pretty much, and it can never be replicated. And so people like Elon Musk or the people behind Elon Musk who are really doing the work um, when it comes to his neural link, they want to infiltrate the brain and the spine. They want to infiltrate the central nervous system. Um, in order to manipulate it because you can't replicate it. They will never, ever be able to build a system like it. There are billions of neurons. Like I was talking about all these billions of nerves they, and neurons, they all lead to an organ and they send messages and neurotransmitters and chemicals, electrical pulses, and all these things going on in the human body that man will never ever be able to replicate even when you look at some servers like the google server or some of the things that they're trying to make claiming they're going to put it out in space or you know what cern is working on some of those gadgets and gadgets or whatever they're working on it it just looks chaotic and inside the human body it's very much organized okay and so these people will never be able to rec replicate uh, this thing, this body. And so the goal is to, to manipulate it or to infiltrate it in order to manipulate it. And the word manipulation comes from manipura. Um, the, I, I'm not even saying that right, but manipura. Okay, and that is the solar plexus. It's known as manipura in the Hindu and we, when we talk about manipulation, we seem to think it's 
connected to the hand, like as in manual or uh, right manual. But when we talk about the central nervous system, that is how that is what controls motor skills. So when you talk about manipulating someone, you're talking about uh, manipulating their gross motor skills, fine motor skills, etc. Their movement, their manipura, you're um, manipulating this solar plexus. Okay, and to do that, you use uh, pharmaceuticals, drugs, whether it's uh, illegal or legal drugs, um, biotech. That's why there is an obsession with this biotechnology is because they are obsessed. They want to control that center, the uh, solar, the solar plexus. All right. And it's called solar plexus because, as I mentioned before, is that this is your your body is is animated by the sun. The sun controls your body. If the sun went away today, we would cease to exist. We can't live um, without it. And then there's a part, which I'll get to in another uh, podcast. Like I said, I'm building up to something. I'm going through the chakras, but um, the sun accesses your... Anyway, let's get to the senses. I'm going to get to that. I don't want to give anything away, but... All right, so this is how right now we're looking into so many different ways to access this thing. And that's why everybody's talking about pills, uh, vaccines, biotech, implantable devices, wearable devices, whatever you can do to get into every every, uh, sensor, body sensor. Okay. So they want to get into your nose. They want to get into your throat. They want to get into your... Uh, ears, into your eyes <laughs> with images, everything, every sensor in your body, uh, they're going to want to access. And so I'm in the end of the podcast, I'll tell you uh, some things to look out for in the in this year. All right. So I was talking about chess in an earlier podcast I believe that was the end of season three I was talking about the king's gambit and why I believe that this was similar to a king's gambit what we were looking at uh, is because um, even though the objective is to control the center because in chess anyone who controls the center is pretty much at an advantage in a game so the objective is to control the center but a king's gambit forces you to one side of the board and then more than likely the the um the light piece who started the king's gambit would be the first one to have access to the center because it would be the first to pull away to make a move for the center because it, in a king's gambit um black is always well black is always on the defense anyway but black is always forced to stay on that side of the board all right to the king's side of the board and so even though the goal is to take control of the center, uh, in this real world game of chess, everyone's being um, tricked into staying to one side of the board. And the one side of the board is clearly this uh, pandemic. All right, so let's get to the solar plexus, okay? Because it's called the solar plexus, plexus because this is where uh, the sunlight and the energy that we get from sunlight starts to operate or it gets activated and like i said it's called the manipura in the hindu and this is associated with the umbilical scar or what people call the belly button or the navel but when i talk to my children about it i call it the umbilical scar so that they are clear and aware that this scar exists because this is where your mother's, my <laughs> central nervous system was connected to their central nervous system. So the umbilical cord, the first part of the the fetus that develops is the brain and the nerves. That's the very first thing that starts to develop and the heart uh, start uh, heart lungs uh, other systems start from to grow from there but the central nervous system has to come first and so the umbilical cord is that thing um, that grows from the it's what connects baby 
and and mother um so what right so this is why the solar plexus is connected to that region of the body now your solar plexus also connects the mother's uh it connects to the mother's sacral region so your the reason why you have an umbilical cord is because your solar region was connected to your mother's sacral region and to the sacral chakra we'll call it that okay and i'm only mentioning chakras because i want to get you to understand more about the physiolo physiology of the chakras people talk about these things too much in the metaphysical mystical sense and it's not really looked at in a practical way so you can understand why they're calling these things that but hindus understood that maybe when they first came up with it they understood it but now people don't really understand it it's kind of like a trend Okay, but when I look at these things, I like to understand them from a practical sense. And so I, I always connect it back to the body. Excuse me. So when uh, we talk about these, um, your, uh, oh, actually, I wanted to talk about what was known as the sun braid. Okay, because this is what plexus means. Plexus means to plait and solar is related to the sun and so it's like uh, when we look this is why the um the chakra when we talk about your kundalini it is a sun braid we're talking about this coil or a plait or a twist it's solar energy twisted and this is why i don't know because i've never seen dna but it, it is referred to as a double helix now i don't know what dna actually looks like i can only take it from take the word of those who have presented it to us so i don't know what it looks like the form of it really but it would make sense that it would be a double helix because it is a plat or a sun braid they may be just calling it that because they understand um they understand that this is what i i guess this to match the word sunbraid but when we talk about the solar plexus that is etymologically the meaning of it is twisted up sun or braided sun okay and that's because like i said our body operates on solar energy and so this is solar energy twisted into that helix and this manipura in um hindu is known as the city of jewels okay or right so this is why it's the most valuable and this is why africa is the most valuable but there it makes no sense why people in africa would be struggling at all no one in africa should be struggling no one in africa should be hungry there should not be this much conflict and war in a place where everything the at the at the center uh, this shouldn't be a problem the only reason why there's conflict in there is because you do have a lot of these european entities um and states in there who are desperate and so they get they cause all this chaos with this anxiety within the body okay they're causing all of that between um different groups of people they bring in their religions these religions of islam and christianity and all that didn't exist in those places remember now everyone can talk about oh yeah the ethiopian orthodox made up christianity and all that but no they were ethiopia is probably even though it was not colonized it's probably the most infiltrated because they and they have a history of betrayal when it comes to their people and how africa was infiltrated through ethiopia okay there there's more to it than that and but i'm not prepared to get into it on this one all right but I'm, i will just say that um christianity was an operation okay the the years when we talk about oh it's 2022 that's because it's been that many years since the formation of christianity 
um, and it began with Catholicism. And this is what started this whole thing, or it set off this whole thing that now we know of this uh, so-called new world, okay? Before that, people were worshiping their many gods, all right? And it, they seem to be doing Anyway, I don't see how Christianity, um, I think there was more bloodshed on either way, these, uh, either way, I, I don't even care. Anyway, let me get back to what I was talking about. So I've talked about the blood before and the blood is going to show up obviously throughout all of these, um, as we go up the, and down the spine, the blood plays in a very important part. Um, it's a disservice to man or for man to have been given religion because then it takes, it separates us from the blood. We don't want to talk about it. If we talk about blood, it's, you know, these people have done this psychological trauma on the people by presenting them with horror movies and associating that with blood. Blood is being associated with war. Blood is being associated, like I said, with Christ and sacrifice and, um, all of this, everything that's supposed to be negative. Okay. But blood is the source of life of all life and so when i talk about my sacred blood it's the most sacred okay this is where everything gets processed you everything gets comes into your body so you get an electrical signal or fuel solar energy from the sun and your central nervous system will uh, process that all right so um if you touch something, um, if you hear something, if you, uh, smell something, uh, what else you taste something uh, that is being processed by your central nervous system. And then those messages, whatever messages your body gets, whether from the sun or from food, from air, through your skin, whatever messages your central nervous system gets, it will pass it to the blood and then the blood will process that. It, it will uh, filter it, distribute it, or it might even um, secure it or build a defense mechanism as in the case of your um, immune system. If your blood needs to put antibodies in, it will create that from the heart. Um, we'll get to that in the next podcast, but then it will create a defense system and then it'll circulate it through your body. So this is how your central nervous system and your blood work together. The central nervous system will get a message. It'll tell your blood what the blood needs and then your blood will produce that. For example, if you are dealing with anxiety or stress, your central nervous system will tell your body of your blood, we need more adrenaline. We need more of these cortical steroids or steroids. Um, if you are in a good mood or if you're, um, if you're in pain, maybe your, your central nervous system will tell your blood, well, we need opioids. You have opioids and cannabinoids or yeah, cannabinoids and things like that already in your system. You know, man just enhances it and makes a synthetic form of it. But we already have these things. If you want to control the pain in your body, you can, well, you can't really control your central nervous system, but in some ways you can try your best to control some of the pain. All right. But your body is going to work um, on auto. Okay. Cause it knows what it's doing. And that's, uh, you know, that's why I don't, Anyway, let's not talk about me. It has nothing to do with me. But so um, the signs to look out for in the next year, not just signs to look out for, but some things to do as well to protect yourself, especially in this year of light where things are going to come in to manipulate you. And the way, reason I call it the year of light is because I see that this is the weaponry that these people have chosen. They've chosen to use light images and CGI and um, uh, internet and uh, TV images, images, things like that, um, and to manipulate your visuals, to manipulate the visuals, to make you think you see something that isn't there. So, but the, the weapon of choice is uh, light. And, um, you know, we're hearing about these um what is it? EMF, different types of frequency. Now this is light that you're unable to see, but it is a form of light. Okay. When we're talking about these, um, 
energy weapons. They are based on lasers and lights, whether we see them or not. And so I, I see that that is the weapon that's being used. And so this is the year of light. And so one of the things that um, you can do to watch out for and that you can do is to look out for overstimulation overstimulation or um, on the opposite end of that the resistance to touch so obviously we're already being set up to stay apart from the people stay away from the people now this can be beneficial in either way you know is that you don't want to be taking up too many people's energy I personally don't at this time want a lot of people coming into my um, orbit <laughs> or what do you call that? Uh, aura. Okay. Because there are some energies that you're not going to want to, um, bring into your system. Okay. That if you're too close to certain people, you sit, you felt that before even any of this happened, where if you're too close to certain people, it's off-putting. Like you don't even want to be around them because they have a certain vibe. And there's a reason for that. You know, the, the so-called healers and all those people who deal with, um, what they call holistic. Okay. But this is the naturopathic, um, type of, um, healing arts, we'll call it that, but it's, they tend, they tell you that their hands, um, they have, I don't even know exactly what the idea behind it is, but the idea behind it, the real idea behind it is that your skin or the hairs on your skin are sensors. And so when a hand comes close to your body, your body will sense that the hairs on your uh, skin are meant to be tiny little sensors and so they will sense the hand even before the hand touches them so it's not the power that's in the bare hand in the palm the power is actually in the person's skin because they're receiving that energy um if you turn the palm if it wasn't the palm and you turned it the other way i mean it would make more sense but the reason uh, not make more sense but it would it, right then you can say that the energy is coming off the person who's giving this, um, is it, is it Reiki I'm thinking about? I don't remember the name of it, but the, the, he, the healing, this massage type thing where you don't touch the person that you kind of just float your hand over their body. And I used to do that all the time, but I understood that when you gently tickle someone or you don't even have to touch them that you just gently um, run your hand across their body and their hairs will feel that so you barely have to touch them that used to be my my magic touch back in my massage days okay I used to do that just slightly before I start the massage would just run my hands over the person's hairs and then their hairs will start standing up and they get turned on by it <laughs> okay but the reason why is because you have these receptors your hairs are receptors and so your hair is feeling that and so it's it's good to you know sometimes distance yourself from certain people and so um in in this case it's good to it's a good idea to uh, i don't want to sound like I'm down for the program, okay? But there are some things about it that can actually benefit you if you know how to use it well, okay? Not everything is all bad. And so if you're being told um, social distance from everybody, well, here's an opportunity for you to decide and to pick and choose who you want to be around. You know, what is important? Was it ever important to be around that group of friends that would take you out all night and get you to trade your spirit for spirits, you know, for artificial alcoholic spirits? Was it necessary to do that, to pop bottles in the club and to spend, you know, double, triple the amount on a raggedy ass bottle just so you can wake up the next morning and not even remember it? It was never necessary. And so this is a great time to assess, reassess and figure out what is best for you and what wasn't. Now that said, overstimulation at this time is also not a good idea. I'm um, guilty of this too, because um, sometimes if I'm working on something, um, I'm writing or I'm creating or whatever I'm doing, I tend to want to put on 
something in the background, like I'm listening to a podcast or I'm even listening to like now my new thing is listening to jazz and watching the snowfall. Like I can't seem to just um, do work. There's a name for that where you just focus on your work, deep, deep work and just do deep work, like two, three, four hours of deep work and not think about anything else but the work I'm supposed to be working on. And I can't seem to be able to do that. So I'm always looking for more stimulus. And so I have to kind of calm down with that. Um, that's why I said I wouldn't drink wine. It's not that I over drink. I don't over drink. It's just that every time I go to say, okay, I want to concentrate, I'll have a glass of wine and that way I won't get up from my work. But I shouldn't have to do that, you know. And so I'm training myself to do more deep work and to say I'm going to shut down and just write. So now I take pencil to paper most of the time when I want to write a blog, I'll just do it in in my head. I'll write it on paper. That way I don't have any gadgets on. So um, avoid overstimulation. Um, try maybe having one device on at a time. If you like to have four different devices, maybe turn um, reduce it to one device at a time, like turn off the television. Some people have their TV, their phone and their laptop open at the same time. Well, try to, um, reduce it. Maybe turn off the TV and work with the laptop phone or turn off the phone and just work with the laptop. Then just turn off the laptop and just work with your brain. Like just reduce it a little bit at a time. And it doesn't have to be all the time. You know, nothing is strict. It's just training yourself to take in less stimuli okay so, uh, whatever anyway so the next thing that you want to look out for is the repetition of words and images so the things are going to come up a lot and um i don't want to trigger you with this one but i noticed that when the omicron came out the politicians everywhere around the world would all say the same thing it's cause for concern but not panic it's cause for concern but not panic concern panic concern panic and you would hear the two words all all um, at the same time, all the time, same thing with safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective repetition of words. And so when you hear repetition of words, that's when you should perk up and say, okay, this is an operation. I'm going to have to check my mind. I'm not going to let that enter. That is a program that I'm supposed to be programmed with. I'm going to ignore that software or I'm going to check that software before I allow it into my system. Your central nervous system should identify repetitions like that immediately and say, I'm putting up a firewall for that one. That's not coming into my uh, system, okay? So repetition of words and images, because these are supposed to be spells, okay? If you see the same images being played everywhere all the time, if you are the type to watch mainstream news, for example, don't just stick to your own mainstream news. Go check and see if everybody's talking about it. If it's everywhere and everybody's talking about it all at the same time, beware, be aware, okay? Uh, reference to the senses. The, the show Don't Look Up, that's one example of that. Anything that says watch out or look, don't look up, you know, um, a touch of so-and-so, a taste, blah, blah, blah. Anything that has a reference to the senses, whether it's a commercial or a movie or whatever, that's another program. Watch out for that. It's because it's supposed to infiltrate you, so on, so on, okay? So reference to the senses, um, sight, touch, uh, taste. Why do I always miss one? <laughs> I always miss one. Touch, smell, sight taste and hearing sound. I always hear, I always miss one of those things. And then, um, extra sensory perception. All right. Then, um, what to watch out for is wearable tech involving gloves. Okay. Gloves and fingerprints. Now, um, like I said, they've already accessed you with these new virtual reality goggles. So they have access to your eyes. They've already accessed your ears through your iPods and such and such. So they already have access to that, um, access to your nose. We already see that with the swabs. They have access to your mouth because they have all of that blocked. And so those, um, sense uh, sensors your your mouth is already being blocked your nose is already being blocked 
um, they're accessing your brain, like I said already, and so your extrasensory perceptions, so on, so on. So they're accessing your ears through sound and through these news stories, constantly bombarding you with them. And so right and then they're blocking you from being able to touch people so there that's the type of conditioning if you're they're blocking you from touching people and things there's because something is going to come where they're going to entice you with oh you get to touch this now and people are going to be so hungry and craving touch and so this is going to be the new type of tech that's coming in is going to be centered around touch and the the reason why I found this interesting is because um, of the fingerprints. Okay, when you look at fingerprints, different people's fingerprints are are have a different shape. So some will be kind of curved, um, but they will have like a general curved, um, a loop, or a spiral. Okay, and um, this is why these people are always so eager to snatch people up and put them in the system, okay? It's because they want to examine the spirals on the fingerprint. Um, now, it, it's no secret that I've been arrested before and I've been fingerprinted before using different techniques. So the first one, of course, is the ink. The And some people still do it this way, but now they have a different way to do it and they do it through digital biometrics. So they'll get your fingerprint, but you'll just put your hand on the machine and it'll make a copy of it. Okay, but they, these people are obsessed with the loops around your fingertips because that, like I said, everything runs on a loop. That's why your hair grows in a loop. That's why your... your um, your spinal cords or these roots or cords or nerves within your spine is coiled up okay into a loop inside that spine this is why um tesla the tesla made a coil you know the tesla coil was based on that principle the principle of the loop so when they put everyone's fingerprints in there it's not just to track the criminals it's to track well what kind of loops are on your fingerprints there's something to it there's a reason why our bodies are designed this way okay and it's because the formation of the spiral determines the flow of energy so the more coiled your uh, fingerprints are, the more energy you're able to receive. And so it's a good idea to examine people's fingerprints and to see what type of person they are. If they don't, if they have that curved um, pattern, then watch out for them. But if they have a very tightly coiled fingerprint, then that's somebody who's highly receptive and, you know, maybe somebody who you should be more drawn to or pulled towards, okay? All right, so this is why I said that the sun is likely a loop or a ring rather than a solid. Like I was talking about staring up at the sun and it looked to me like one of those ring lights. It could just be, um, I don't know, but I would be more inclined to think that it is more of a ring than it is a solid. And so that is it. That's um all that I really wanted to get to for this one. Um, when it comes to, I wrote here, the utility death spiral. Let me just quickly go over why I mentioned that. And that's because um, when it comes to this whole thing where these countries are talking about, well, we need to look for a way to find alternative energy or alternative energy sources. And they're talking about this CO2 and all this other crap. You know, it's, it has nothing to do with carbon emissions. It's just that they understand that their old economic system wasn't working and but they are hanging on to it because of this thing known as utility death spiral and i'm going to mention it since i'm talking about the spiral and the reason why is because as we look for more renewable energy then people will move away from fossil fuels and so when people move away from fossil fuel it would bring up the price of fossil fuel and then um and so it, it, um, renewable energies will pull people away from the current energy grid and so that would cause an, an energy failure okay so that's the idea and so they're calling it the utility death spiral now they I, I wanted to bring that in here because they use the term spiral because that's how energy works on a spiral 
Now, both can coincide, okay? You can have renewable sources of energy and use fossil fuels. And like I said, do everything in moderation and that's how it would become sustainable. But now you have these Asians who are doing undersea or who are digging under the sea, uh, like digging up the seabed to get um, resources. And we these people are going to dig a hole into like... when we talk about opening port we don't know what we would open up that's the thing like people just keep drilling and digging and they have no idea what they're doing but they're so desperate because of the way they started they started in a way that wasn't um, sustainable anyway I'm going to end it there all right and yeah and then in the next one we'll continue on with the heart chakra you know i by now you should already get an idea of um, the pattern and the theme so that's where we're going with this we're going to go into the heart chakra for the next one until then take care of yourself